Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out, and make sure you subscribed. Are you really okay with me? Are you okay? Everything's gonna be okay. Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm pretty f- far from okay. Are you okay with this? On the Hammer and Nigel Show. So, Hammer, are you okay with Colts owner Jim Ursay saying there is, quote, merit to remove Dan Snyder as the owner of the Washington Commanders? He's involved in some controversy, workplace, conduct, Me Too stuff. Are you okay with Ursay sort of being the first owner, uh, his first peer to weigh in and say, yeah, this guy might need to go? So, yes, I'm okay with it because this is a example of don't you try to boss me around because what's going on with the NFL right now is that all of the owners hate Dan Snyder because it sounds like he's kind of a scumbag. There are tons of scandals going on. Um, Ultimately, going through all of the notes and emails trying to bust Dan Snyder is kind of how John Gruden got caught saying some inappropriate inappropriate things uh, and got fired. Yeah, from the Raiders, yeah. But Dan Snyder is alleged to basically be pimping out the cheerleaders to, like, season ticket holders and treating them almost like escorts. It's been going on for years with him. It's been a long time. So this is what Jim Ursay had to say at the owners' meeting yesterday. You know, I believe that there's merit to remove him as owner of the Redskins. Um, I think it's something that uh, we have to review. We have to look at all the evidence, and we have to be thorough in going forward. But... um, you know, I think it's something that has to be given serious consideration to. Well, I, I just think um, what's happened in the workplace, you know, having three daughters, seven granddaughters, um, to me, um, it's something that I think serious consideration has to be given to the removal, and we have complete authority to do that. Now, I'm telling you, huh. these NFL owners wouldn't be so outspoken if Dan Snyder didn't run his mouth this week because he said, well, if they try to vote me out, I've got dirt on all of these guys. So all of these other owners were oh, like, that's right. I saw oh, that. okay, that's how you want to play? So Jim Ursay right here is kind of like Eminem's character in 8 Mile. <laughs> I dare you. Say something about me these people don't already know. All of my skeletons are out there. They know that I've had pill issues. They know that I drove drunk. I got a friend named Cheddar Bob that shot himself in the foot. <laughs> it's the same story from 8 Mile. So that's why Jim Ursay's out there. But I do find it a little disingenuous that all of us sudden these nfl owners they're the kings of virtue yeah, but nobody else is saying anything though i haven't heard anybody else say anything except her say well nobody wanted to be first i bet you're going to see more okay. now uh but keep in mind these nfl owners if you can throw if you can tackle if you can catch they will find a spot on your roster there are dudes with domestic violence that play in the league there are dudes with criminal histories that play in the league so for all of these owners all of a sudden to act like they're so much better than dan snyder let's pump the brakes a little bit the thing that got dan snyder in trouble was when he threatened all of them i've got dirt on all of you so that's when jim ursay went full eight mile and said i challenge you papa doc to say something about me these people don't already know okay but again this leads me to the question of 
because of Ursay's own past with his own controversies, is he kind of the wrong guy to to take the lead on this? No, I think he's the right guy because all of his stuff is out there. Jim right. Ursay is like, I've got no skeletons in the closet because you guys know the skeletons. You've seen the video. You've seen my booking photo. I've had issues in the past. Yes, that's me. So don't threaten me. So all these billionaires, that's all it is. It's a billionaire contest about whose crank is the biggest here. <laughs> They're looking at Daniel Snyder saying, oh, you're going to run your mouth at us? We control your future in the NFL. All right, you want to stay in the NFL here? Sure. Tom Brady is comparing leaving family for football to a military deployment. Come on, really? Appearing on his Let's Go podcast this week, 45-year-old Tom Brady speaking with his co-host Jim Gray and Kevin Durant, NBA superstar, about sort of the mindset of you know top-tier athletes that need to adopt to cope with the rigors of professional sports i almost look at like a football season like you're going away on deployment yeah the military yeah. man here i go again and there's only one way to do it and i think jim we've talked from time to time just about how do you enjoy the certain moments of it you know and the reality is is you can really only be authentic to yourself right mm-hmm. whatever you may say oh man i want to you know make sure i spend a little more time doing this you know, during the season, yeah. the reality yeah. is, is when it comes down to it, your competitiveness takes over. And as much as you want to have this playful balance with the work <laughs> balance, yeah. you're going to end up doing exactly what you've always done, which is why you are who you are. You're going to go, how the f- do I get it done? Comparing leaving family for football season to military deployment, are you okay with this? No, I'm not okay with this. It was a dumb analogy, but... Let me make one thing perfectly clear. I am not somebody that will carry Tom Brady's water. Let me make that perfectly clear, and you guys know that. But I think a lot of people are completely overreacting here. He's not comparing playing football to raiding the bin Laden compound in Pakistan. He's talking about the time away from your family. That's it. So was it a stupid comparison? Absolutely. There's nothing close to being the same thing there, but he's not comparing the job. He's comparing the time away from family. Okay, but it's, it's, it's a comparison that doesn't make any sense because these football players still get to see their family during the season. These guys are in deployment overseas, Middle East, go for nine months to a year without seeing their kids. I couldn't imagine. I barely. I hate going without seeing my kids for a week. In May of this year, my wife and I got to I got to go with her on a work trip as long as we'd ever been away from the kids for like seven days. And by the end, we got an early flight home just to see just, you know, just to get back to our kids. So what a you're right. I agree with you. A dumb, dumb comparison. I understand that he wasn't comparing it to being out on the battlefield, but there is zero comparison right. to a military deployment because these football players, these athletes do get to see their kids. The only way these guys are to deploy it overseas in the military, see their family is over a satellite phone or FaceTime or whatever. Add that to the list that we had the other day of things you yeah. should never compare. Never compare something to slavery. Never compare something to the Holocaust. And if you're an athlete, don't compare what you do to anything close to the military families. It's not even close. All right. I uh, got another one here for you. Megan Markle, Duchess of Sussex. 
Um, and married to uh, King. He's married to uh, Harry. Duke or uh, Harry Duke or whatever. Ginger Harry, the Duke of Spendingburg or whatever. <laughs> he's a um, so, so she's got a podcast. Meghan Markle's got a podcast on the latest episode. She says she quit being a briefcase opening model on Deal or No Deal because she felt that she and the other women were portrayed as bimbos. Oh. Here are some of her comments. I was thankful for the job, but not for how it made me feel. I didn't like feeling forced to be all looks and little substance. And that's how it felt for me at the time, being reduced to this specific archetype. The word bimbo. It was solely about beauty and not necessarily about brains. I was surrounded by smart women on that stage with me but that wasn't the focus of why we were there and I would end up leaving with this pit in my stomach knowing that I was so much more than what was being objectified Hammer are you okay with this? What the hell did she expect? No I'm not okay with this you heard the words out of her mouth she was forced she was reduced you auditioned to be part of this the casting call was for an attractive woman to open up a briefcase on tv <laughs> yeah that well, was her job <laughs> you beat out other women for this job you took a paycheck for this job unless you're willing to give back the money Shut up. What did you expect was going to happen? Like, is Howie Mandel going to stand up there before we go to briefcase number five? But first, Meghan Markle wants to break down what happened during the <laughs> Renaissance era. No, of course not, because that's not what the job was. So she, her sole job was to open a briefcase and smile while doing it. And I'm pretty sure they made that perfectly clear yeah. when they hired her. Now, listen, despite what you may think, you're not going to be giving thoughts on U.S. history every <laughs> single week. You're going to smile in a dress, and you're going to open up a briefcase. Do you want to get paid for that or not? Okay, welcome to Deal or No Deal. I mean, it's kind of like the Vanna White of opening briefcases. Right, exactly. Did you ever hear Vanna White complain? She's got a great gig. Yeah. Just ride the lightning and enjoy it. I was reduced. You accepted it. <laughs> you you auditioned for it. You got the gig. Somebody lost out to you for that job. Shut up. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7 on 93 WIBC, or subscribe and get it right to your phone.